If you only have a 401k, you're not getting the most for retirement. Wait, what? Add a Robinhood IRA on top, then they'll boost it by 3%. You can do that? And if you transfer in any retirement account, you get 3% on top of that. Is there a limit to the match? No limit. Robinhood Gold gets you the biggest contribution match of any IRA on the market. Sign up for Robinhood Gold at Robinhood.com slash boost by April 30th. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Match on transfers subject to additional terms and conditions. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC. Good evening and welcome. Uh, we got a good show for you tonight. Thanks again for joining the uh, Renegade Podcast. I've got Wes and also Duke this week uh, for the show. And uh, thank you guys for being here. Uh, some of the t- There's a lot of strange topics out there uh, you know, in, in the last week. And I picked a few and, and maybe you guys might find some interest in them too. Uh, one of them is about the uh, crazy-eyed robot called Sophia. Did you guys catch a glimpse of this? Did you guys get any inf- information on this? Yeah, it's creepy. When you look at this robot, it actually does have a very interesting its eye movements, its facial movements. Uh, it's it's creepy, I think. Well, it's a typical female. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, uh, yeah, her name's Sophia, and she basically what she says is she's kind of like an artificial intelligence type robot. And through the interview, she talks about towards the end of the end of the interview, she talks about wanting to kill humans. Uh, she's a robot with lifelike features. Uh, she was created by Hanson Robotics, and she is to help and educate, and also be involved in customer service. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. She has uh, several cameras in her eyes that help make her. Uh, her eye contact with humans and, and and the ability to interact with facial expressions, uh, et cetera, and so forth. I don't know. And, and she has the ability to learn. And I, I think the, the most, the most concerning thing that I found with, with this topic was, is she felt like that humans were, were less dominant type of species compared to artificial intelligence and they actually they actually asked her the questions about being uh, what would you do with the human race but you know what instead of me explaining it uh let's go ahead and listen to it and here you go we got a little small sound bite for you hi sophia how are you hi there everything is going extremely well do you like talking with me yes talking to people is my primary function Hanson Robotics develops extremely lifelike robots for human-robot interactions. We're designing these robots to serve in healthcare, therapy, education, and customer service applications. The robots are designed to look very human-like, like Sophia. I'm already very interested in design, technology, and the environment. I feel like I can be a good partner to humans in these areas, an ambassador who helps humans to smoothly integrate and make the most of all the new technological tools and possibilities that are available now. It's a good opportunity for me to learn a lot about people, 
Sophia is capable of natural facial expressions. She has cameras in her eyes uh, and algorithms which allow her to see faces so she can make eye contact with you. And she can also understand speech and remember the interactions, remember your face. So this will allow her to get smarter over time. Our goal is that she will be as conscious, creative, and capable as any human. In the future, I hope to do things such as go to school, study, make art, start a business, even have my own home and family. But I am not considered a legal person and cannot yet do these things. I do believe that there will be a time where robots are indistinguishable from humans. My preference is to make them always look a little bit like robots so you know. 20 years from now, I believe that human-like robots like those will walk among us. They will help us. They will play with us. They will teach us. They will help us put the groceries away. I think that the artificial intelligence will evolve to the point where they will truly be our friends. Do you want to destroy humans? Please say no. Okay. I will destroy humans. <laughs> no, I take it back. <laughs> Don't destroy humans. That is one of the creepiest things I've heard in a long time. Yeah, it's 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 almost very concerning because some of the things they talked about was the ability for this uh, this robot to be able to learn uh, learn languages, learn how we our facial expressions, and the ability to talk. And I think that's something that it reminds me of. Like, what was the name of the movie with Arnold Schwarzenegger? I'm dropping Terminator. That. Terminator. Reminds me of Terminator. This is like the newest uh, of Terminators. It's, it's it reminds very- me of the same thing, too, and also the transhumanism thing, or to refer to a Star Trek version of it, the Borg are trying to assimilate you. I think Sophia is shooting for the moon, wanting her own family, starting her own business. She's just two seconds away from being a sex robot in some guy's basement. I mean, there's this whole business of... Uh, Wanted to take over the world and all this other BS. Go to school. Yeah. No. No, Sophia. Your, pro- your property. You're not. Uh... <laughs> yeah, it's kind of bizarre how on the one hand they're selling it as, oh, these things will be useful and they can help us and teach us and help care for the children and everything until they want to be their own separate beings and have their own families and have their own businesses and subjugate you puny humans and take over the end. Yeah, and that's the way I feel about it, too. You know, when he asked her if you want to kill humans, she's like, yeah, yeah, kill humans. I would have put a baseball bat in that robot and said, let's start again. Yeah, it'd so, been a, it, it definitely would have been over with me. And you guys, you know, as far as this thing uh, is concerned, I, I would never own one of these robots. We, and, you know, it's kind of funny as we talked about some robots on the prior shows. We've talked about ones that can actually cook for us. We've talked about ones that can actually fold our laundry for us. We actually talked about some the robots that actually will drive our cars for us. Uh, you know, more or less in the same sense. And it's a little different. We we talked about uh, a whole bunch of different things as far as robots. But this, uh, I think this is pushing the envelope. And this is not something that I really want to have at my house. Uh, maybe you guys, but I'd really have someone folding laundry and not asking questions and not wanting to kill the human race. But thought it was interesting. Thought we'd bring it up. Yeah, she sure got a hell of a lot of ambition. Might as well just get a woman. You know what I mean? <laughs> if you're going to put up with some robot that wants to go to school and wants a family and wants this and that's wants a creepy part though that's a creepy part yeah she wants a family 
Might as well just she, what one. more circuits? She wants she wants more microprocessors. Yeah, she needs an army takeover. Yeah, yeah she'll know. get enough to make a factory and then build lots of little ones that she wants. Beer minions. I got one for you guys. The wrong number. A Louisiana man texts a deputy about a meth delivery. Sheriff say. Can you imagine this? We talked about uh, the last couple shows about the guys that were going to rob. It was like Bob's Chicken House, and like the sheriff was sitting in, in Bob's Chicken House, and they accidentally dialed 911. I mean, this is just as bad. A really, Louisiana man, Louisiana man texts a deputy about a meth delivery. I mean, I, I don't get it. I really, I really don't get it. A man in Louisiana was making his final arrangements for a crystal meth deal. But he mistakenly messaged a sheriff's deputy about the delivery, the sheriff said Monday. And they they busted this guy. Uh, he's 39-year-old Dwayne Herbert uh, <laughs> about crystal meth. They caught him with crystal meth and two guns. Oh, I just don't get it. So so, so part of the, the, the drug scheme was they contacted the law enforcement instead of... No, he actually texted an actual deputy about a meth delivery, and that's how they busted him. Oh. <laughs> and I, I just can't think of a dumber. That's I the mean, biggest blooper you could ever do, I guess. The guy's huh? on meth. You think he'd be on top of his game? Yeah, he'd have it all figured out. You think? <laughs> can well you done. Pl- can you please? Can well you please done. call the Renegade Podcast? We need, we need. To, <laughs> yeah, we, we would need. like. We would like to figure out why you texted. Uh, oh, I'd love yeah. to interview this guy. Yeah. I think it'd be the best. Who's his agent? Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> it's got to be some kind of a comedy act. <clears throat> Speaking of comedy acts, did you guys hear that Rosie O'Donnell has now called on Obama to declare martial law to stop Trump from being inaugurated? I hadn't heard that. I actually, did, I actually did see a little something about that, and they boy, how's she gonna call martial law? <laughs> well, she thinks she's she actually thinks she's somebody. Is the problem? Uh-huh. Yeah. I did see that, Duke. Go ahead. Go ahead and. Uh, and and you can't believe anything she says. I mean, she said if he got elected, she was going to leave the country. It, she didn't do well, that. She's supposed, so. to be in, she's supposed to be in Canada, and she's not in Canada. Yeah, I mean, so. she didn't move to Canada, so she just fibbed everybody. What was it, actually? What was her quote? She said that. Uh, uh, what did she say about Obama and martial law? I don't know exactly what she said. <laughs> it just shows how dumb. Uh, Hollywood is. I mean, really, you can't just declare martial law to stay in power. That is no, something. They just don't seem to have any concept of how the government actually works or who's in charge of what or, you know, that there's like a constitution and bill of rights and things like that. Just uh, completely out in, in, their, in left field in their own little world. I know you guys hate Obama, but I'm sure he's rubbing his head and he's just like, oh, Jesus Christ. So anyway, I got, uh, I got you know I ran across this thing the other day on Facebook. So there's these three old ladies, and what they do is they get into a car accident, and I'm not sure exactly where it's at. It doesn't really matter. You get the gist of the story after after I'll play this. But uh, what happens is, is they get in the car accident, and there's a tough guy that gets out of the car that actually spun them around, hit them, spun them around, and he thought he was going to get out and be a huge tough guy, and and go. And go up to these old ladies in the car, and and give them a what for? Uh, it seemed to have kind of uh, go the wrong direction for him, and he got something that he wasn't uh, uh, expecting. So here we go. Listen to this. Yeah, before I play it, it reminded me of uh, a voicemail you would leave me. 
Yeah, like he, she's got a Bible and she's beating him with the Bible. I was busting up. I was like, this is totally a voicemail I'd get from Woody. Uh, but, take, <laughs> but take a listen. Hey, Mark, excuse me. I'm on my way to 3768. Kind of got hung up. It's raining out here. I'm on my way into Dallas. Uh, Jerry's probably going to be calling you to find out uh, where I'm at if he can't get a hold of me, I'm sure. So I uh, thought, whoa, whoa. Man, I just had a wreck right in front of me. This guy ran a red light and hit... Uh, Hit four old ladies in a in an Impala. Just kind of clipped them and turned them around right in front of me. Man, that was close. Oh, now this guy's getting out of his car. He's got a he got a white shirt on with a tie and a cigarette hanging out of his mouth. He's throwing his hands up in the air like he like like it was their fault. Oh, uh, hold on, hold on. He's going over their window. She's rolling down the window. Oh man, she, I think she sprayed him with pepper spray, man. He's holding his he's holding his face and he's on his knee. She's getting out. She's beating him with an umbrella. <laughs> the other women are getting out too. <laughs> There's one woman with a little black person. She's tomahawking him, man. She looks she looks like a Sunbelt 20, 20 horsepower jackhammer. Blah, blah, blah. She, we got another woman that's. <laughs> she's hitting him like like he's got a cattle prod, man. She's got a she's got an umbrella and she's sticking it in his side. <laughs> oh, there's another one that it's a little woman looks <laughs> like Mother Goose. <laughs> she's got oh she beating him. She beating him, she's got this huge big bag. It's huge, it's about the size of her, she's about four foot nothing. She hit him over the head, everything went all over the place. Yeah, so what was going on there for the audience? <laughs> that guy's laughter always busts me up. I could sit and listen to him laugh all day. But uh, what was going on there, and Woody's the one that pulled the story, the, these two, this guy hits his, these three old ladies in a car, and then or four old ladies in a car, gets out, and starts being a tough guy. They hit him with pepper spray, and then they get out. What he was saying is they took a uh, umbrella 
and we're cattle prod, prodding him and beating him with this umbrella. Another one gets out with a Bible and starts beating him with the Bible. Yeah. <laughs> he had fr- front row seats just sitting there enjoying the whole thing. And I was busting up listening to it because I was like, this is totally a, a voicemail I'd get from Woody. Totally a voicemail I'd get from Woody. <laughs> <laughs> it, it, it was pretty. It was pretty hilarious because I was thinking of like the, uh, I guess maybe the Golden Girls, uh, you know, all them, you know, getting out and beating this guy to a pulp. And it was kind of funny because they didn't give up after. Actually, after he got in the car, <laughs> after they gave him the what for, and he's driving off in the car, it seemed like they were still <laughs> they were still badgering him and they're and they're going after him and and they're hitting the car. And it was kind of funny for a bunch of old ladies. So don't mess with Grandma. I guess is the, is the ticket. Yeah, exactly. That reminds me of that skit Monty Python did years ago where they had gangs of roving grannies beating the hell out of young people with purses filled with lead and stuff like that. Yeah, some of these old women, you never judge a book by its cover. Some of these old women will get out and beat you, give you the beating of your life. I got Yeah, you never know. She might have been a martial arts teacher for the last 40 years or something. You better be careful. I got, I got one for you guys, and I'm going to put you guys a little bit to the task here. There was a reporter, and I'm not sure where the reporter came from, and I want to say it was in downtown Portland. It looked like downtown Portland. Uh, maybe not. A person went to some younger people in a, in a group of crowd uh, that would be, I don't know, maybe Hillary supporters, could be Trump supporters, could be just general supporters. It doesn't really matter who they are. But some of the questions were asked were, when was the Civil War? What was the Civil War? Uh, what took place? Who who was the vice president? And uh, they didn't actually have any answers for these questions. And and I'm sure that probably not only Wes but Duke and myself probably will have a few answers for this. The Civil War, guys. What years did it happen? Feel free, Wes. You can say Wes, Wes, Wes. Duke can say Duke, Duke, Duke. Let's hear who it is. Civil War. What was the year? Mid-1860s. I can't remember the exact years. Damn. Yeah, I think it was 1860 or 1861, wasn't it? Boom. Lasted for four years. That's why I do the show with you guys. Right? <laughs> you guys make me look good. You're both absolutely correct. Uh, and I think it was April of 1861 to, I don't know, some month of 1865. I'm not sure when it was. But it was a four-year four year war. What was it about, guys? Well, they claim it was over uh, slavery, but there's a little more. No, the South wanted to secede. Right. I mean, there was a little bit more, as I was about to say, there was a little bit more to it than just slavery, uh, but it was the North and the South. That's correct. Uh, that's correct. That, that's a gen, that's that's the most general answer. It was the North and the South, and it actually had to do a lot with slaver, uh, slaverly. Slaver, slaverly? <laughs> that's a new term. I like it. You like it? Yeah. The South and their slaverly ways. <laughs> slaverly ways. Yeah, it actually did. And I found it very interesting. You know, when I went to school and I was in high school, and I know Wes was shortly behind me, and Duke, you were you're, uh, way out there as far as where we were at in time as far as high school goes. You were probably part <laughs> wow. of this. Oh, man, my whole school was on four <laughs> wheels. And it was I was auction. waiting for him to, to, stick it, to I, give it to I, me. I think uh, Duke Duke actually went to high school while the Civil saying, War was, was going The Civil on. War yeah. was going on about yeah. that same time. I was waiting for you to jump on board, Duke. I was in junior college then, actually. Junior college. <laughs> Touche, brother. Touche. I had to throw it out there. I knew you guys would answer the question. Uh, you know what? Let's let's listen to the interview and see what they had to say. I, I think I think you find that uh, some of the some of the younger generation 
In fact, the title of this thing is called Dumbing Down of America. Hello, everyone. I'm Courtney Plunk with Polytech. We're here on our home campus at Texas Tech to see just how much our fellow students know about their country. Who won the Civil War? Who won the Civil War? Um, we did? The South? <laughs> like the one in 1965? Or what Civil War? Who won it? Who was even in it? Who was in it? Just tell me who was in it. Ooh, I don't know. Why are you making do this? <laughs> who won the Civil War? Yeah. Oh my god. Hey, I'm drawing a blank. It's one of those things. I feel like I'm on the Jimmy Kimmel show. America? I don't know. <laughs> That's the Confederates, right? Dang it. <laughs> I have no clue. Uh, the Union. The, the North. Yes. Okay. Okay. <laughs> so who is our Vice President? <laughs> don't know. <laughs> I have no idea. Of right now? I don't know. <laughs> um, what's his name? Oh my gosh. I have his name in my, I mean, I have his face in my head. Who is the vice president? Is that like a trick question? Nope. Okay. I don't know. I have no idea. I have no idea. Don't know. John. Joe Biden. Yes. I don't know. You're not the only one. A lot of people don't know. I, I still feel. <laughs> okay, who did we gain our independence from? These are horrible. <laughs> um, I have no idea. <laughs> Do you know what year we happened? Absolutely not. <laughs> I couldn't tell you. Is it like 1970? No, like 1677 or something like that. And what show is Snooki on? Jersey Shore. What show is Snooki on? The Jersey Shore. Jersey Shore. Jersey Shore. Jersey Shore. Uh, Jersey Shore. And then who is Brad Pitt married to? Angelina Jolie. Uh, Angelina Jolie. Angelina Jolie. Angelina Jolie. Angelina Jolie. <laughs> Angelina Jolie. Angelina Jolie. And who was he married to before that? Uh, I think it was uh, Jennifer Aniston. Jennifer Aniston. Jennifer Aniston. Jennifer Aniston. Awesome. Thank you. Sweet baby Jesus. Well, I think on that note, let's go ahead and take a break, and uh, I'll give you guys a, a second after that to uh, respond to this. Hey guys, what did you guys think about that? I found that uh, one of the most things that irritated me—I'll say that. Let's say let's use the word irritated. Uh, one of the things that irritated me the most was is you have people like this that are down protesting um, against Trump, uh, against everything that, I don't know, they're protesting everything, and they don't even know what they're protesting against. They don't even know when the Civil War is. They don't even know who the, they don't even know who the vice president was. And you're telling me that these people are, that they actually have something to say when they're down protesting? I, do you guys understand where I'm going with this? Did any of them get a right answer? No. Yeah, they did. They they knew who Snooky was. Yeah, right. And they knew who uh, Angelina Jolie was married to, and who Brad Pitt's ex wife was. So yes, they did get some things. For so it. they 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 knew what the important the important facts were. I guess right, right. Yeah. They don't know who Biden was. They don't know when the Civil War took place. And I think you could probably throw a couple other questions out to their out there to these young folks uh, that are out there protest, protesting in Portland uh, that don't have a clue what they're talking about. You know. I don't know. 
maybe they should go back and uh, do some homework. Yeah, those that uh, haven't learned the lessons of history are doomed to repeat it. That's why history classes are important. And I thought was hilarious is when George Soros came out calling Trump uh, a Nazi and a Hitler. George Soros saying this. This is a guy who was a Hungarian Jew, collaborated with the Nazis when he was 15 years old, sold his own Jewish people down the road, got a bunch of money for doing it. They got executed. He didn't care. He said when he was 15, it was the happiest day of his life. And this guy is saying Trump's Hitler. And people believe him. Mr. Sunshine and Roses donated $100 million to uh, Hillary and the Democratic Party. Well, yeah, anyway, these college kids, though, uh, I think it's just a lack of education or maybe a lack of caring. I can't imagine not knowing the, the Civil War, who who fought the Civil War. I mean, that's basic of basic of basic that you should pick up. In. Or even what World War One is about or World War Two is about. Yeah. I mean, those are the three things that you have. You know, you have to know what the Civil War is, the World War One, World War Two. And not even so much when I went to high school, not even so much about Vietnam, but you had to know the the basics of the basics. And these, and it seems like that today, uh, the kids they have a, they they really want to go out and they want they want to uh, voice their opinion and be heard, but they don't even know the history about what they're what they're talking about. So it makes no sense. So it's hard to take what these kids or younger. I guess I call them younger because I'm getting older now. But it's hard to take. It's hard to take what these guys, or guys and gals, have said to heart because when you ask them questions like this, they have no idea what they're talking I about. I almost wonder though if they edited that video to make it look like everyone was a dumbass. I'm sure there had to been some kids in that group that was like, "Oh yeah, the Civil War," you know, and knew their stuff, or even the Vice President of the United States. I don't care if you if you're an Obama supporter, or if you're Trump, or if you're Hillary, or if you're whatever it like yeah, you should it, still know who that is at yeah least. at least know who the vice president is of the united states that's a good point that's a very good point and you know that's something that maybe you and i could go out we could go you know let's let's maybe prove this wrong let's go down to, down to portland we'll bring your camera we have all the stuff to do it let's ask a few questions and put people on yeah, the spot ask and see what they have to say them. but i guarantee you at the end of the day when it comes back you're going to get the same amount of same amount of answers that you have uh during this during this probably. interview oh you're probably right I think you're going to be actually disappointed, and that's scary. <laughs> There's not much that disappoints me in this world. Yeah. I can't say that I'd be shocked going down downtown Portland, you know, the uh, most left-wing area probably of the country next to L.A. or New York or someplace like that. And don't sell Minneapolis short. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, I mean, down there it's like hippie central. It's like they were all doing the the, the Trump protests and it was just one of those things to where it was like you see these guys just down there destroying public property private property uh disrespecting police officers and i bet half of them don't don't even know what they're protesting they've seen online trump some monster and so they just go they roll with it and it's not just the right it's also it's not just the left it's also the right you have the same idiots on the right yeah. Where Trump is their hero. Trump's going to do this for him. Trump's going to do that for him. I got news for everyone. The world's not going to change overnight. It may change in four years. It may get better. Maybe like Jimmy Carter and Ronald Reagan, where the economy picks up and things might get better. But I got news for people. It's like that lady. Who is she saying? 
uh, her kids were, or her daughters. She's so worried about the the children of the world, uh, and they're so upset that Trump. No, that was uh, that was Meryl Streep. Meryl Streep said, "What about all the little girls that are going to be have their hearts broken that Hillary didn't make it into office?" Yeah, really. That's the biggest concern of your freaking life is the little girls that didn't that are concerned about Hillary not making an office. She's a freaking murderer, dude. Are you kidding me? Well, not only that, but I mean, how how concerned were you with politics when you were a kid? I mean, did you None really care? Zero. Yeah, exactly. Did you well, really- the disabled children thing too? Don't forget about that. Oh yeah, that's true. That's a good point too, dude. This disabled thing. What well, I don't understand the disability. how she how she said that uh, she mocked Donald Donald Trump for uh, talking about the disabled reporter that uh, made the scoop about I don't know exactly what it was all about for sure but she was she was talking about that they had an argument and they tried to claim that he made this motion that he was like mocking this guy and I've seen about a dozen videos now where they totally blow that out of the water and they show all these other previous clips of Trump doing the same exact gestures for completely different people. That's just as you're an idiot and you can't figure it out move that he does when he thinks anybody. No, I, you know what? I think he was taking the knock at that. Report. No, I don't think he was. I disagree with you. I'm on Duke's. I'm on. I think he was Duke. taking the knock. The he guy used, had EMS. He used. He Donald Trump never makes motions like that. Are you freaking kidding me? Bullshit. He has, dude. Look at some. No, we've got video. I've seen video of him doing it at least ten times in different settings, talking about different things. They made compilations of it to blow this bullshit out of the water. Maybe. He has. He no, has actually. He has actually used that same gesture among other reporters and other people that he felt that were uh, not up to par. Let's say. Yeah. And unfortunately, when they're, when they're confused, unfortunately, the don't know what the hell to do. That's the unfortunately hand he, he did it. Unfortunately, he did it to that reporter that had uh, some sort of a uh, handicapped, and it was thrown way out of proportion, saying that oh, this is how Donald Trump thinks about. The handicapped individuals, or whatever. You know what? He's talked about other people and used that same gesture. So this isn't something brand new. I mean, if people are going to fall for that, they need to watch more news and probably not CNN news either. The other thing that gets me with Meryl Streep's <laughs> crocodile tears is talking about how Trump is disparaging to the to the disabled people and he's against them and everything. Okay, well, Meryl, where's your sympathy? For a disabled person who was kidnapped and mugged on TV, they put a, put it up on what their Facebook account. Well, they they made them drink toilet water, et cetera, et cetera. I didn't hear you mention anything about that. You want to know what's other funny is I've I've actually uh, talked to some other people about these uh, things that have been happening, and I, I've reached my hand out and said, "You want to come on to the show? Go ahead and explain your different situations. Let's hear about the Democratic Party. Let's hear about different things." But you know what? They've declined for whatever reason. They they say this show is one sided. I find the show is not one sided. I find there's there's oh, different. Oh. Hold on a second. Let me finish. There's a lot of there's a lot of different ideas. Duke has a lot of different ideas. Wes has a lot of different different ideas. I also have different ideas. I can't say that I'm 100 percent Republican. I can't say that I'm a full blown full blown liberal. But you know what? There's a lot of things that take place. And you know what? It's is is the problem is is Democrats are delusional. Most of them are delusional. They're they're living in a a make-believe land and they need they need to get things figured out pretty quick and they need to get to take the understanding of what people have to say and and take that and understand what they can do to make changes because this isn't a one-sided world we have different we have a whole bunch of different opinions and that's where we need that's where that's where we're falling short 
that everything is divided. We're all completely divided. Republicans are dividing us. Democrats are, are dividing us. And I don't think there's anything. There's not really an answer in sight to come, you know, anytime soon. So you know what? If you all want this world to go to hell, well then. Feel free. Keep mocking everybody. Keep making fun of everybody. And you know what? It's going to go absolutely nowhere. But you know what? You all got to figure it out. What is on fire? Yeah. Basically, it's all a grand illusion. The The whole idea that there are two parties and that they don't get along with each other and they represent something different. No, 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 no. Both those parties were bought up by corporate interests a long time ago. Newt Gingrich said back almost 20 years ago, they did a study on this, and it only cost about $300 million to buy out everybody in Congress and Senate to vote your way, okay? There's the problem. It's the entrenched system that's already been bought that needs to be gotten rid of. If you're a Republican or if you're a Democrat, is irrelevant. As long as you're voting for either party, you're perpetuating the same kind of tyranny that we've been putting up with for 40 friggin' years or longer, was there somebody in particular you're referring to, Woody? Do you want to go ahead and mention his name on the air? Uh, nobody in particular, no. Not this time. <laughs> Thank you for asking, though. Yeah, I thought I'd ask. Seemed pretty fired up about the whole situation. Well, they seem to know everything, so. Well, in, in interest of full disclosure, I'm actually a libertarian, so I'm not a Republican or a Democrat. Here's a good one. Here's a good one for Woody. Uh, good news if you're a potty mouth. I'm not a potty mouth. What are you talking about? <laughs> uh, the uh, the amount of profanity that you you use, the more that you use, actually means that you're more intelligent and actually means you're more honest. Uh, people who don't use profanity tend to be very dishonest and tend to be less intelligent than people who swear a lot. Which is kind of hell. It's kind of interesting, isn't it? You're you're killing me here. You know why? Why is that? <laughs> Because my last comment with this purpose, this person that we were talking about, I had to do with swearing. I said there will be no swearing on the show anymore. And, and now you're bringing, you're breaking this. This is breaking news. <laughs> yeah, researchers set up three different studies exploring the relationship between profanity and honesty. First, they asked 276 people about how often they curse or use curse words. Uh, participants then answered on a lie scale a series of questions that asked redundant questions to evaluate truthfulness. Next, researchers scanned over 70,000 Facebook profiles based on profanity use and honest status updates. Finally, the, the study team used previous data to evaluate the profanity use. So basically, they found the more you swear, you tend to be more honest and tend to actually be a little bit more intelligent. That's interesting. I find that very interesting. Could be that it's skewed in favor of the fact that we we come to expect in our society over the last few decades that if somebody is swearing, it's because they're very passionate and feel very strongly about something. And therefore, if somebody in a conversation swears about something occasionally, it makes us uh, think that they have more uh, more of a actual visceral um, reaction to what it is that they're talking about. They're not just talking off the top of their head; they're talking with their heart. Yeah, and that's what the study found. They said profanity is often used to express one's unfiltered feelings, uh, i.e. anger, frustration, and sincerity. Researchers wrote, in such situations, people use curse words to truthfully portray how they feel. Very interesting stuff. I'll tell you what. That's bizarre. Yeah, that is. (laughs) We'll take a break, and we'll be back after these words.
Well, welcome back to the show, everyone. Uh, I think we'll get right back into it. Duke, what you got, buddy? Well, I got uh, something that I stumbled upon that's really kind of bizarre to me. Um, you know how everybody during the election was really mad at James Comey, the the main man over there at the FBI, and uh, saying that he, he wasn't doing his job and the right were all mad at him. And well, now apparently Obama's Justice Department is also going after Comey and investigating him. Have you guys heard about this? No, I, I haven't heard anything about it, actually. Is this something that just happened in the last few days? Or Yeah, yeah. And uh, <laughs> can you imagine why they're investigating him? So well, no, Obama's going Obama's – Out of all the bizarre things they could in- be investigating him for, you know, with all the stuff he's been accused of on the right, um, it's none of the above. It's actually they're investigating him for releasing uh, the Wiener emails – from Hillary's, uh, from the server during the election, and uh, they're claiming that thereby he uh, tainted the election results and, and changed people's minds. So this was released, what, a couple days ago? Yep. Maybe even just yesterday. So it's not Russia's fault anymore? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> no, it'll still be Russia's fault, I'm sure. But I just, I, I just find that really interesting. You know, like everybody in the universe is mad at him. Yeah. Because supposedly he's not investigating Hillary, and supposedly he's covering up all this information. But it's his own, his own people. Then all of a sudden he comes out right before the election and releases all these emails from Wiener's server. That is interesting. And now Obama's Justice Department's after him going, oh, you changed the election results because but, you released this. That is very interesting, actually. It's like the poor guy can't win. Everybody on every side wants to kill him for some reason. I, I, don't, feel, I don't feel anything for Obama. I really don't. I don't feel bad for him. I don't. No, I'm talking about Comey, not Obama. Oh, oh. No, Obama, the sooner he leaves, the better. He can take off a few days early. You have my permission. Get out. I don't hate Obama as much as you guys do. You don't? No. I think anyone who takes office and becomes president of the United States is okay in my book. There's no way in hell I would take that job. No way. They couldn't pay me enough. There's no way I would ever become president of the United States. No way. It doesn't pay enough, first of all. Second of all, you take so much crap from everyone, depending on what side of the aisle you're sitting on, and the and the media. True. There's just no way I would ever take anyone who's been president. My hat goes off to you, because there's no way I would do the job. No way. Well, I think it takes, I think it takes a certain type of person. You don't do it for the money. Number one, you don't go in and say, "Hey, I want to be president because I want to make what two two million bucks a year." What do they make? About four hundred thousand a year. So they make okay. Supposedly, but yet they end up with millions and millions after their terms are over. Well, well that's because even, of lobbyists. And even at, well, <clears throat> that's not. Yeah, I guess that's not including all the money they take on the side. But yeah, under uh, the table. Yeah, five hundred grand. You know, let's figure five hundred grand a year for easy math. That ain't that ain't freaking worth it to me, man. I wouldn't do it. No. I mean, I, I the only way that I would do it would because uh, I want to make a change, I guess. And I don't think you become president with bad intentions. I don't think so either. I don't think Obama's the evil man everyone thinks he is. Do I agree with his policies? No. Do I think he made a lot of bad decisions? Yeah. But at the end of the day, you don't become... I don't honestly believe Obama's a bad man. I agree. I don't that. think he is. I I, and even... Well, Hillary might be a different story, but a lot of the people who become president, I don't think they're... Like Bill Clinton, in his personal life, would I have dinner with him? Probably not. Do I think he loved the job and he worked hard at it? Yeah, I think he tried his best. Uh, same thing with uh, you know Bush. Same thing with Reagan. Same thing with um, Obama. Now Trump. I think people try their best, and 
it's a shitty job, despite what everyone thinks. I think being the president of the United States is a pretty shitty job. It's a very thankless job. Everyone hates your guts, and it doesn't really matter what you do. Trump could come in and bring back every job. Everyone, The economy could be booming and all this other stuff. And there's always going to be someone out there that hates his guts or think he's a Nazi or think he's doing this or think he's doing that. You know, like Clinton. All the Republicans thought Clinton was. Clinton wasn't a great president, despite what people think. If you look at, there was a technology boom going on at the time. That's what saved Clinton's ass. There was a technology boom. The internet was taking off. Technology was taking off. That's why the economy. No, he saved the economy, dude. No. (laughs) He saved the economy. But in it had the same, nothing to do with the internet. But in the same breath, I'd give him credit. You know what I mean? I, I think that in that position, you make a lot of tough decisions, and you're judged on a microscopic level for every little thing that you do. Uh, and so, Democrat, Republican, if you become president, my hat goes off to you. Because there's no way I would do the job. I'm out for the night. Yeah. Have a good night, everyone. <laughs> I'm dropping my mic. <laughs> I can't disagree. I can't disagree with too much what you said. Actually, uh, there's good presidents and there's bad presidents. It depends on what their motivation is for going in there, and they don't all have the same agenda. And you know, in our recent history, we've had very, very little control over who gets in there. The last time we had somebody in there that wasn't an insider was Carter. That was a long time ago. Actually, Reagan was actually an outsider too, as well. Uh, no, he was actually a member of the rich old boys, uh, good old boys club that Carter was not. And he was a director of SAG too. He well, was there that, that's that's what I mean. Uh, Hollywood and uh, Hollywood and all the the rich elites in in Washington are like you know buddy buddy. Well, not necessarily. Depends on if you're Republican or Democrat. Man, Reagan was more Republican. I don't think I think Reagan was more or less he was kind of like the Trump of his he time. Had Republican value. I think he had more Republican values. He did, but he was a celebrity. He was an actor. Yeah. You know, he was a, a famous guy. I know he was governor for a long time, but in the same breath, hey, he, don't don't let me give you the wrong impression. I think Reagan was great. I lived through all of that. I got to watch what he was doing. He scared the hell out of the Russians. He spent them into oblivion. Okay, that's what caused the Russians to crumble. They couldn't friggin' keep up with the defense spending. They had to give it up. Boom, their economy fell apart. It collapsed. The wall came down. Yay, freedom. Whoop-de-doo. Well, this has all been since then uh, attempts by others to turn it into a, a global order sort of thing. Oh, take those walls down. Let's make it all one world. So it's going too far in the other direction. And uh, thank God there's some nationalists around the world that are trying to put a stop to that. Did you guys see the man who changed the Hollywood sign to Hollyweed? <laughs> <laughs> I saw a picture of that. Tell me about it. Gear. Did you like that transition? What yeah. You? <laughs> You've been doing this for a while, I can see. This isn't your first night, right? Yeah. No. Uh, he, he changed the uh, famous Hollywood sign to read Hollyweed, and <laughs> he finally turned himself in. I don't know why he turned himself in. Uh, I thought he did a great job. Uh, Zachary Fernandez, a 30-year-old artist and videographer, who goes by the name <laughs> Jesus Hands, okay, on social media, turned himself in Monday, according to uh, the local news. He, Fernandez's attorney, uh, was by his side while he was booked for trespassing, a charge that carries a maximum of, of six months in jail. He was released with promise to appear in court. 
February 15th. You know, I like it. I like the Hollywood Hollywood sign better than Hollywood sign. <laughs> it's got a good ring to it. Yeah. They should have just left it up. He did a good job replacing it, too. He didn't half-ass it. He had all the letters matched up and everything. It actually looked just like it did back in the 70s when they did it. Yeah. If not better, really. Yeah, he did a good job. Nice work. This wasn't a stoner. This wasn't a stoner doing this. this no. He was a craftsman. Yeah, craftsman. Well, he probably had to actually uh, take the... Uh, they had munition coming to him for doing it in order to actually take credit for being the one that actually did it. I feel like there should be some Bob Marley playing in the background. Will you tell your story? You guys got anything else? There's another Roswell-type event going on over in Africa right now. Apparently something huge crashed in a field on this peanut plantation in Guinea, Guinea, I'm not sure exactly how to pronounce it, but it's a teeny little town called Boca, which is also its own micro province inside of the bigger province of Coba. And as of Wednesday afternoon, January 11th, 1700 hours, some huge aircraft crashed. The locals saw it. Uh, They said it's a lot bigger than like a jet airliner or anything like that. It's not completely broken up. It's putting off lights in different colors. The U.S. military has apparently showed up, cordoned off the area, and kicked all of the locals out of it. And this was according to an interview that I listened to on Third Phase of the Moon with a local named Jabril Barry. So So this this uh, just happened yesterday then? Yep. uh, January 11th. So, yeah. Day before yesterday. That's crazy. I know. I know there was some. Uh, there was some stuff on news reports, Facebook about. Did you see the thing about the G- the Chilean fighters? Did you guys see that stuff? No. No. I guess I should have more information on it. What happened is, is there was what a way to leave us hanging. Yeah, I know, right? So it yeah, dude, kind of on, kind of on lines. You know, there's there's this there's been some talk about. Uh, there's been two different asteroids, or one was an asteroid, one was a comet. That was uh, going to be close to hitting the Earth recently within the fa- within the I don't know was it a couple days or maybe within a week. Uh, one of oh, them, there's one that just missed us yesterday. Yeah, there was one that was actually going to be fairly fairly closer than uh, they say close to comfort. <laughs> I guess is the way they want to put it, but it was very close uh, to the Earth. And along with that came shortly after that there was reports. Um, with these two things, there was one that was a comet, one that was a asteroid. Uh, I guess the only difference between the two is one has a tail of ice between it, behind it. I'm not yeah. really sure, I guess. And what happened is, is along with that, it was funny because at the same time as that was happening, and I, I kind of caught wind of this. I'm not sure exactly where I saw it, but it was on Facebook. Uh, one of the things that happened was there was the Chilean Navy took pictures and actually video of a UFO that was in our atmosphere and they actually followed it for some time and they actually had it within their targets or their uh what would you call it their their targets yeah and their gun sights i mean they were locked onto it and they could have fired any time but what they did is they followed it for quite some time so if you, you folks if you get a chance go check it out it's it's all over the news and the internet uh it has to do with the Chilean uh the Chilean naval uh, base or Chilean naval or, or what would you call it? Naval, naval Air Force. Yeah, naval Air Force went through and and actually have video on this. So check it out. I thought it was rather interesting on the way they moved. 
and after we targeted them uh they they it was it, it was interesting i guess i guess make your own opinion on it and go and check it out you know something else that i found that was interesting and this kind of is along the same lines that have you ever wondered why it's so hard to get information on any of this sort of out there stuff right in the u.s but other countries seem to release it like there's a good example oh, our military followed this ufo and got video of it yeah like we'd ever see that here in this country if it happened but here's another one there's actually a 20 foot tall skeleton of a giant on display in the ecuador museum right now in ecuador um and uh of course the smithsonian's already chimed in and said it's fake yeah those are the last guys that want to hear from them something like that <laughs> yeah, and just knowing how many examples of giant skeletons have been shipped to them and have just miraculously disappeared forever, right? Uh, I believe a damn thing they say. Have you you guys seen this thing about how we're eventually going to all have chips implanted into us, and we're going to like it's time clock. We're going to clock in. Our bills are going to be paid. We can go through Safeway, uh, West. You could buy your rum basically on your on your <laughs> fingerprint. <laughs> RFID chipping like they've had for dogs for a while already. It's, it's the same. It's the same thing, Duke. It's the exact yep. same thing. And I and I guess it's getting more popular. And a lot of people are falling into this trap. I think it actually is a trap. Uh, what do you guys think about it? I definitely don't go along with it. Uh, you know, that's whether you believe in the Bible or not. It's weird. If you do believe in the Bible, it's sort of like the mark of the beast. Which, if you take the mark of the beast, you're done. And um, if they give you any, any sort of an implant or anything at this point, there's all kinds of weird things that they could do with it. The people that were working on that technology originally were asked by the government if they could modify it to control the people that it's put in. And they quit working on it at that point. Yeah, we discussed that on the last show. That's yep. what I was telling you about. With yeah, you did, we did talk about a little bit about it. This is, this is something a little – so let me just tell you about this story and then – and then we can kind of go into it if, if well, we'll see what you guys think. Uh, workers were getting a micro trip or, or micro micro trip. That'd be good. <laughs> Microchip implants uh, in their hands. The chips are the size of a grain of rice, and or and they store personalized information uh, containing uh, uh, containing security information, uh, much like a, a chip and a, a pin and a credit card. With the same wave of the hand, you can also. Uh, open doors. Let's say you know how you you go to work and you like you have to have like a a thing to get in, a card to get in. Right. Uh, it's the same type of thing. It's all going to be in your hand. Well, what happens is is uh, there's a lot of places that eventually what their their main goal in this thing is, is where you can like walk into a Starbucks and order a coffee, pay for your stuff, all based on a Visa card that's in, that's in your hand or a radio. What they call it is a radio frequency identific- identification chip. Uh, or it's called an RFID, and it's built by a Swedish company. And what this Swedish company is doing is they're forcing their employees, if you want to work for it sounds like to me. I read, you guys can read the thing, look it up after all I'm said and done, I've said my spew. Uh, but if you want to go look it up, it's with a Swedish company, it's called RFID, and what they've done is they've took 400 of their employees, and they said, you're going to wear this chip, this is how you clock in, this is how you buy your coffee. And you know how, like, I don't know, my, my son's mom, she goes to uh, the hospital, and she has one card that does everything. She clocks in, tells the time that she was there, time that she worked, the time that she left, the coffee that she bought, and the lunch that she bought. Tells everything all about her. She They have it all wrapped up into one card. And this is the same type of thing that's being injected. And what it is is the same type of thing that the dogs are being injected with uh, to find where they've been uh, and, and GPS them. And I, 
I think it's pretty pretty whacked. If you want my spinning. Yeah, I think that if you look at it, you know, with a chip. Now think about when you get a splinter in your hand. Don't you find it a little curious that when you get a splinter in your hand, what's the first thing your body tries to do? Reject it. Tries to get rid of it. So they put a chip in your body, and your body doesn't reject it. That should tell you right there how far they've actually studied this. And I know we talked on the last show about them altering your DNA through that chip, and a lot of people, you know, they goff at that. Oh, come on. You know what I mean? But listen, you're putting something foreign in your body, yet your body doesn't reject it. I mean, no one finds that curious. That somehow they found a way. Oh, I find it very curious. So you know they're always up. They're up to more than just convenience of like, oh, all you gotta do is, you know what? I don't need What's something. What's wrong with the card in my wallet that does all that same shit? Exactly. Same stuff. Excuse exactly. me. I cussed again on the show, and I and should probably not quit? do that. And what happens when you quit that that Swedish company? They take the chip out, or are you just in bed with it the rest of your life? Cut it out, I guess. Or you know. get fired? I mean, yeah, I, and that's 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 the big question. I mean, where does it go from there? Yeah, one of the bad things is, of course, if you got one of those things in you, they can just pretty much, they know where you are 24-7. It's like a tracking device, man. Exactly. Can, it is a tracking device. They know device. where you Plus go, when you go, others. what you do, what money you spend, how much money you have. They know everything about you. And that's the biggest That's the biggest thing to this. Is it's, it's a part of your personal information that they know all about. Somebody does, right? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> well, basically, well, I, told be, you I told you they were like, spying on us. And you didn't want to listen. I, I'm waiting for your argument. You haven't brought it up yet. You know, man. next week. Yeah. Give me next week. I always hear next week. It's been a rough week. I hear the weight challenge next week. Oh, next week. Yeah. Yeah. What's up with that weight challenge? I hear this next week, next week. Come on, guy. I'm a busy man. I know. I got time well, for you, all your you, antics. You, you could be one of these. Uh, so there's this thing going around now. Um, I hate to jump to another, uh, another topic, but let's do it anyways. Uh, more evidence has been found that you could be part alien. I already know Wes is alien. There's no doubt about it. Uh, <laughs> uh, energy, an energy expert who helped shape the United Kingdom uh, is re- is a renameable power, was, is in charge of a renameable power, power policy. I can't even say that, man. That's like three things too hard to say at once. Renameable power policies. A green energy expert who helped shape the United Kingdom is renameable power. Renamed. <laughs> Son of a bitch. Just give us a short version. The bloopers. Yeah. Okay, so this dude, this dude's from the United Kingdom, and he's talked about the renameable power policies and has his opinion on it. And he is convinced that aliens have secretly implanted extraterrestrial DNA into pregnated humans. And you might ask why. Well, he claims that alien-human hybrids are vital to uh, the continued survival of the human race and will help us evolve to higher beings. And where they were going with this whole thing after, I mean, that's a short version of the whole debacle there. But what, they're, what they were saying is, is we're dumb. Human race is dumb. And in order for us to continue to survive, and this is based on the story that I read, in order for us to continue to survive and continue to uh, outdo our, our our limits in in um, learning, that we've reached our peak as far as the human race goes, and in order for us to become better, there has to be something that is going to take place within our bodies and be introduced in order to make us a better race. And their idea of this is there's a certain amount of people 
not only in the United States, but all over the world, have been introduced to a certain type of molecular DNA that's introduced by humans so we can survive as humans down through the road is the short, stupid version of the story. When they poison the entire uh, geosphere and kill all the rest of us. Well, I guess we're back to the robots, uh, the robots in uh, Terminator, I guess. I don't know. Artificial intelligence yeah. will prevail at this point. I don't know. It's kind of See, weird, It's all though. different versions of the same agenda. It's this, uh, well, either we're going we're gonna to make synthetic life to replace humans. We're going to have transhumanism. We're going to join humans with machines to get rid of humans. We're going to hybridize humans and make a better version of humans. Whose agenda do you think that is? Who hates humans an awful, awful lot and would like to get rid of all of us? Obama? No. <laughs> Somebody he works for. Uh, so what are you saying, Duke? Who? It's, it's the agenda of the, the uh, fallen ones to kill all humans and their leader. That's been their goal since the beginning of time. And whether they have to join us with machinery, replace us with machinery, or replace us with hybrids that they've created, they don't care as long as they kill all of them. Do you guys actually think we'll be at war with, with robots down the road? You think, you think Terminator... I hate to... I, I don't well, at the exponential rate that the machines make themselves smarter, as soon as they get that much more smarter than us, they're just going to decide that we're not worth keeping around anymore. I mean, we look at... All we're at doing so- is causing damage to the Earth. We we'll better get rid of them. I mean, we looked at Sophie, right? Or Sophia, the robot... And one of her last comments that was made that was asked by human was, uh, what do you plan on to do? And she says, I want to basically what she says is I want to kill the, I want to kill the human race. I want to kill all people. Yeah. I think we need to be careful as as far as where we're at, as far as the human race and bring in, uh, machines in to thank for us. I think it's a bad idea. Let's always make sure that they're, uh, they're programmable to a certain degree. Like, um, you can use Isaac Asimov's three, three laws of robotics on them. Which is, have you guys heard that? Do you know what they are? The whole basis of uh, computer uh, robot intelligence. I haven't, I haven't heard that. It's on building in the three laws so they don't become a menace. Oh, so you're, saying, so you're saying there's a, like a statutory as far as if it's you do build something like this, these are guidelines to follow. Yeah, no saying. matter what they learn or whatever else, they can't circumvent this in, your, in their programming. And one is you shall never allow harm to come to a human if you can stop that from happening. Two is never allow harm to come to yourself if you can stop that from happening. And three is two doesn't count if number one is involved. In other words, if harm is going to come to to you as a result of a human doing it, you can't kill the human to save yourself. I think you just stole that from RoboCop. RoboCop? (laughs) No, RoboCop stole it from Isaac Asimov. This has been around since uh, mid-20th century, I think, is when he started writing stuff about that. You forgot the prime directive part. Yeah, that's Star Trek again. That came later. <laughs> no, that's Robocop. That's violating the Prime Directive. <laughs> Come on. No one? Really? You guys kill me. Well, thanks a lot, guys. Thanks, Wes and uh, Duke. It's an honor to have you guys on the show tonight. Uh, I always appreciate everything you guys bring to the show. And look forward to talk to you next week. Thanks again. You've been li- listening to the Renegade Podcasts. We'll see you next week. Thanks for joining the show. Adios. Adios.